0: Uh, we are live for the Friday edition of the Mike and Mario Show, and <laughs> as always, looking forward to connecting and just going through this week's events as well as looking ahead as to what could be on the horizon. And uh, I have a lot of interesting thoughts I want to share with you, Mario, in reference to this whole recession talk and how gold is becoming a primary buzzword again, and things like that. But before we dive in any further, welcome. How are you doing, Mario? Give us a ru- give us a rundown of what's happening in the UK and. How you been doing this week thus far?
1: Oh, I'm fine, thank you, Mike, and I hope you're doing well too. Uh, what's happening in the UK? Well, uh we had a GDP data this week and uh it dropped uh for the second quarter running. So, officially we're in a recession, and it doesn't surprise me. And uh the other thing that's happening uh supposedly or apparently we're going to have uh farmers protests tomorrow in Dover. Uh, on the South Coast uh, Mm going to start tomorrow morning. So it looks like it's spreading to the UK as well.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, on our side, never a dull moment as well. Um, You know, we've had a lot of unfortunate events. Uh, You know, there's a big, not a big, but there's an increase in um, incidents where, you know, people using guns for nefarious purposes, causing a lot of issues. And, you know, I have a, Concern about why that is. But a lot of lives lost, unfortunately. Migrant crisis is still an issue. And on top of everything else, it's just a lot of things just starting to compound up at once. And so it's going to be interesting to say, see how this all plays out in the days ahead. But um, as always, man, I'm looking forward to uh, going through some headlines, sharing our thoughts on things. And before we dive any further, I want to welcome uh, everybody to the live stream. Any first time viewers, definitely. Let us know where you're watching from and don't be afraid to Hit that thumbs up button in support of the channels, whether it's on Rethinking a Dollar or on uh, Manico 64. Show some love. And as always, the goal before we get into the news and updates is just to give you a little bit of behind the scenes as the things that we utilize personally. And so I'm very grateful to have, you know, four Patriots to be a contributor to the channel and the community as well as the Dirty Man Safe for Mario. So uh, real quickly, we're just going to give you some information for those who may be new and may not be familiar with what options are available. And so uh right here we got the dirty man safe. Mario, I'll let you give us the breakdown on that one.
1: Yeah, it's just a a simple and easy way to protect your valuables. And uh they've got a patent pending on this safe. And uh yes, I have a promo code, it's Maneco 10. Uh, all the uh details are in the description of my videos. And uh uh right now I think there there's a free gift as well. Uh if you were to purchase a dirty man safe and uh I mean, uh, with what's going on in the world today in t- terms of law and order, I-, I think it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, good point, good point, good point, good point. And then also I want to make sure I big up my people, as I mentioned, at 4Patriots, uh, give you guys a chance to prepare with uh, food and energy and a variety of things that they have available. So if you haven't, I want to encourage you to go to 4Patriots.com uh, forward slash RTD, and it'll take you directly to the sales page here where you can get a variety of items of things that uh, are good to have just in case. And, and speaking of which, I, I did a, like a little giveaway on the channel for myself. And so uh, giving, giving back to the community. So helping people uh, get their calories up, as I call it. And so um, just something to take advantage of. If you're interested, for patriotscom forward slash RTD, more information in the chat. So uh, now that we got that out the way, man. Oh um, uh, Yeah, so uh, let, let's jump right into it, man. Lots of interesting things uh, to talk about. And uh, here in the U.S., (laughs) because I think the U.S. ultimately will be the it's it's the leading indicator of where the world is heading because it's the biggest and we have the reserve currency. So we're going to be last. But then that's not necessarily a good thing. But uh, midweek, inflation rose by bigger than expected, 3.1 percent in January. And so I guess the, the taming of the inflation beast is not going according to plan, even though Yellen says everything is all hunky dory. Don't worry about it. But then again, um, that 2% target is long gone. And now it's a matter of balancing out those figures that give us of 3, 3.1 or whatever it might be. But uh, what are your thoughts on this, Mario, when you you first saw this?
1: Yeah, it's not surprising. I I think we're in the same uh, kind of cycle that we saw in the 1970s. And back then you had uh, like waves of uh, inflation uh, and uh, even though I don't like to talk of Cpi's inflation it's an indicator yeah. of inflation but in the 70s for example late 60s towards uh 1974 there's a, a big wave of uh inflation or CPI rose and then it came down and mm-hmm. then it uh the final wave was like from 1977 to uh early uh, the early 80s so we we could be on the on the cusp of uh A second bigger wave than we saw from, let's say, 2021 to mid early 2023. And and I think, with what's happening with economies all around the world, it's just a matter of time that the US economy falls into recession. The reason it hasn't is because the uh, US has the exorbitant privilege to print money Mm -hmm. and keep, you know, borrow a lot, the government and keep the economy uh going uh but there comes a point when even printed money like we've seen here in the uk uh with the uh recession uh, official recession you know comes a point where it doesn't work anymore so uh I, I think the fed will have to come in step in uh quite soon especially uh with all their programs ending soon Uh, BTFP, and also the reverse repo probably draining uh, very soon. We, We saw the Fed's balance sheet is kind of flattened out the last few weeks, even though we need to keep an eye on to see if that's just an aberration. So yeah, I'm not surprised, Mike.
0: Yeah, and I think you know you reference uh, you know the Federal Reserve at some point um, having to come to terms with the real state of the economy, and you know we talked about this was over over a year year plus ago when they you know changed the the barometer they changed the metrics and what a recession consists of as far as the two quarters. So to me, I remember mentioning that back in the day that that was kind of like an admission of issues that they were trying to avoid by redefining what they would call a recession and what catches me by surprise now is that you know what why now like you know of course the uk and japan could have easily fudged the numbers fudged the books a little bit and had their primary you know spokesman come out and say oh if everything is hunky-dory everything's fine similar to how yelling over here and jerome powell also are, are speaking more favorable rather than truthful and so i'm more so low like, okay it's february Uh, is this a part of a setup? The fact that they're admitting that there is a contraction in the economy and now what? Because next, the next things will be then everyone will be forced to pivot primarily the G seven nations that uh, you know, have the largest, largest economies. And so, you know, I'm just curious as to why now, because they could have easily gotten more out of this, these statistics they've been giving us, but they haven't. So is this a setup for something bigger, or are they preparing a narrative so that they can come in and try to save the day (laughs) to the issues that they cause? So, uh, it's, it's hard to read, but, you know, we will see. Um, and speaking of which, um, we had the figures today. Let me bring this up on the screen here. Wholesale prices post biggest increase in five months. PPI shows the inflation fight is not over. So um, the purchase, purchasing the PPI, I'm sorry, the PPI figures uh, also signaling that uh, there's uh, increased costs to purchase-, yeah. purchase goods, which has ultimately been passed on to consumers and so they're having issues with their costs mm. as well. So
1: there is no uh inflation
0: fight, Mike. What there is
1: is uh uh you know a campaign to keep the people asleep about the fact that they they inf- they have to inflate. So uh yes, um it's just uh how can I say uh some people think Paul Volcker killed inflation in the uh early 80s, but what he did was bring it under control. Uh, so that people would notice it that's what they want to do they don't want to kill inflation or fight inflation because that would bring the whole system down uh the other factor that's pointing towards more uh well higher prices is Mm -hmm. that the uh m2 which was last published uh at the end of december that's starting to bounce back up quite relatively sharply we have to wait for the uh january uh, so that's a, that's a sign of inflating when M2 is rising, that's inflation.
0: Yeah. And speaking of which, I'll bring that up on the screen here. Cause I haven't uh, had a chance to take a look at that one. Let me bring this up here. Uh, let me get you out of the way over here.
1: Get, get it to the one year, uh, time frame. It's, yeah, let me,
0: it's to see. Just click and, on,
1: click on one year at the top there.
0: One year, one year, one year, one year, one yeah, year. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, here we I go. think
1: you've got the wrong M2. It's uh, M2. Uh, uh, let me see here. I send you a link. No, because they've me. changed uh, M2s. Let me get a link here and I'll send it to you uh, through the private chat. Uh, where is it? All right, so this is uh,
0: January 1st, 2024. M2. Uh,
1: let me send you this one here.
0: Yeah. Let me grab that copy. Let me grab this one second. Paste. Enter. So now go right. to a one year. One year. Oh,
1: hold on. You see how it's uh, rebounding? Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Let me zoom out just a little bit and see. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's right. Yeah, it
1: topped there and now it's it went down for you know since the uh towards the end of uh 2022 and now it seems yeah. to be we have to wait and see what what it where it comes out the next set of data interesting
0: interesting interesting yeah man um so uh, along with the um recessionary concerns <laughs> uh equity markets, <laughs> we had dow earlier this week all-time high s p all-time high it looks like the Nikia in japan all-time high so um how is it i mean so give me give me the give me your assessment as to how the economy is contracting in all these nations they're having issues people aren't spending as much but all of a sudden the equities markets in these nations happen to be trending upward where is this liquidity coming from or who's juicing the markets
1: well uh, the central banks of course in japan especially and uh the the nikkei just broke through uh the all-time high from late 1989 early 1990 uh just below 40,000 uh yen uh in the nikkei 225 uh so it's taken 34 years to <laughs> to get back to that level and i've looked you know at the um the japanese yen versus gold mm-hmm. uh since 1989 it's dropped 83% so yeah like you said, you know so yes these stock markets are looking really good But it's not because of a healthy economy, but it's because uh, the currency is uh, fetching a a lot less. And in Japan, it's really important that the currency is weaker because they export a lot. So their Mm -hmm. companies, uh, their uh, big companies are doing really well from a cheap, weak yen, and that's why the Nikkei is up. But I I think it's all artificial, uh, to be honest. And and the same thing goes for... um, you know the the u s stock market, and we know about the fact that the depth of the uh you know of this rally is really thin. there's not many yeah. companies that are doing really well
0: yeah and, and what's another thing that's amazing is that like it it doesn't surprise me because of the whole illusion of the wealth effect, like you know the primary focus for the average i guess you know investor. Is that when they look at their portfolios, they see that the portion of their portfolio allocated towards the stock market is trending up. And so long as that confidence is there, it keeps people, you know, complacent and you know, keep them keep them somewhat quiet and dumbed down to where the other indicators in the economy, such as you know, the um. So I was looking at earlier the um. Let me see what I was looking at. Uh, just some of the figures that came out uh, with the housing, and just looking over that, like showing how seeing how, you know not so good. The housing situation is. And so here's some figures here. Uh, housing starts negative 14.8%. Uh, we got housing starts. Yeah. one point three, one point three three million was ex- one four one point four five 1.45 was expected. So the housing side building permits is down 1.47. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, housing in general due to the high interest rate environment is not looking too pretty. Yeah, so I like- mean, uh, the
1: housing starts there is quite a sharp drop. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, the expectation was for unchanged, so minus yeah. 14.8 is quite, quite big. That That's probably why we're seeing, you know, a gold and silver rebound today, uh, even though if I look at the, the 10-year yield, <laughs> it's actually uh, almost uh, up 10 basis points, which is a bad thing as well, mm-hmm. so yeah. Not surprising, though, the housing starts seeing that treasury yields and the mortgage yields are going higher. People are not going to be building houses to to sell.
0: Right, right, right. So it just you know things that doesn't make sense. But then again, you know, should it really? And and speaking of which, uh, you sent me the tweet about uh, um, (laughs) the projected uh, (laughs) possible cuts from Bostick. And so it says I was at two rate cuts in the dot plot, but I could move more. I could move to three for sure. So, yeah, that's um, a dovish
1: uh, lean on it, I guess.
0: Yeah. So once again, uh, at at this current trend, do you see the Federal Reserve admitting or announcing a recession before the presidential elections?
1: Well, not well, we'll have to wait for the GDP data for the. Yeah. First quarter and the second quarter, even though back in 2022, it seems a long time ago now, there were two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, but as you said earlier, they changed the definition and said, oh, you know, uh, the unemployment rate is too low to declare a recession, even though they probably, you know, doctored those numbers. So, yeah, we have to wait. Uh, they will try to deny or delay uh, declaring a recession for as long as they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so anticipation of a official admission of a recession in 2025 after everything is all said and done presidential election wise. But also I would probably anticipate more rosier, you know, shocking you know, GDP figures just because it'll play in line with the narrative of trying to keep things, you know, peaches and cream and. Yeah, okay, but keeping it moving. And also you sent me that uh uh the Fed Fred chart on the wealth gap. Yeah. Uh, percentile. Let me bring that up here because I'm curious. I was looking at that. Um, uh, I'ma move myself out the way. And me but, well. uh,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: break this down for us because I was curious to see what you had in mind with this one.
1: Well, because uh you know, the current system we've ha- we have of fiat mm-hmm. currency. And inflation, especially, you know, favors the the top 1%, not even, you know, the top 10%. So if if you scroll back up, you know, the bottom 50, you can barely see the bottom 50, uh, you know, and if you click on it, if you hover over it at the end there,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. give me a second, sorry. Yeah.
1: So you see the bottom 50% of Americans own just 2.6% of all the wealth. You know that's the bottom 50 <laughs> and the top one percent own like more than 30 percent uh it, it just i just think that's a result of fiat currency and inflation it, it shows how the rich you know can protect themselves i'm not saying i believe in uh income, you know, wealth distribution or socialism, what I believe in is a level playing field in, in the money situation, having sound money, gold and silver, and no inflation would help the people, the 50% bottom. So if you go to the other side now, and we yeah, go back way, to right? 1989, you move yeah, us I mean, to uh, the, you move us around, I think yeah. it goes as far back as 1989. Oh, yeah. Uh, Here we go. So... The bottom fifty was still quite low, but it was more—you know, three and a half percent. The but the top one percent, they were down at uh, twenty, just uh, below twenty-three percent. So you, you can see that uh, the top one percent benefited a, a lot more than the bottom fifty. You know, in the last
0: thirty-five years. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would attribute a lot of that to the way the monetary structure is set up. And on top of that, majority of the people that are higher net worth individuals, as well as income earners, they are the ones that acquire, quote unquote, assets like, you know, real estate, you know, luxury yeah. items. They and, have a uh, portfolio. Yeah. The other thing, uh, money, this easy money policy that we've, uh, we, we, that we've witnessed. Anyway, go ahead. The other thing I would say is that
1: the people at the top, they control uh, legislation for taxation. So corporate taxes are minimal. Uh, There's a lot of subsidies for corporations, uh, but for the people at the bottom, even though they don't pay uh, that much tax, it it does make a difference for them. So I would say also the the fact that there's no taxation, I think, on dividends as well in the Mm -hmm. U.S., if I'm not mistaken. uh, That's a great thing, you know, and the fact that they can borrow so cheaply. you know they're billionaires who borrow cheaply, and they deduct that against their taxes. And they've been able to borrow cheaply because interest rates have been, you know, up until recently very low. But you know, the bottom fifty they can't do that.
0: Right. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. And speaking of which, let's uh, let's get into uh, some sound money discussion. I think uh, recent announcement out of Arizona. Uh, it's definitely shocking because <laughs> it, it comes at a time where it's flying under the radar, but it says Arizona Senate committee passes bill to establish a bullion depository and a transactional gold back currency. And so as of now, it's just put out there as a bill. So Arizona is one of them states like Utah, Arizona, and some of those other Western states. They already have favorable policies towards gold and silver. Um whether it be removal of capital gains tax, uh, as well as I think in Utah, you can actually use it um, for purchase of items, uh, yeah. at the store or whatever. So they have some stuff set up already, but uh, it, Senator Jake Hoffer introduced bill 1633 on February 5th. The proposal law would establish a Arizona bullion depository. The depository would serve as a safeguard for precious metals and would facilitate the issuance of a state minted gold and silver coins along with a specie back, Transactional currency, so uh, that's very favorable for the people of Arizona if it gets to the point where yeah. it's actually being uh, instituted. So, so but, yeah, uh, I mean, uh,
1: sorry, uh, just a couple of comments here. It's yeah, still like uh, just passed the committee, so it has mm-hmm. to go through a vote in the Senate uh, of uh, Arizona and then in the House. And uh, it's interesting that they're, they're looking to do like some kind of uh, elec- you know, digital gold-backed currency, but also coins, mm-hmm. which is great, gold and silver coins.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And uh, the bullion depository, uh, the state of Texas has one already. And I've heard mm-hmm. from the people at Glint who uh, I'm still affiliated with, with Glint. They're kind of a digital uh, way of owning gold. Uh, mm-hmm. And they keep the gold, of course, uh, allocated in a vault in Switzerland uh, they're actually working with some states in the US uh, for you know because they want the technology similar to glint for people to be able to, to transact with a with a debit card which is interesting and the Arizona proposal not doesn't just allow you to uh, spend uh, gold or pay with gold through a debit card or uh Electronically, but it also gives the option of having the the physical uh, gold coins and silver coins, which I think is great. I mean, it's still early days, but it, it looks like uh, Mike the move
0: to Sound Money is not going to come from the top. It's going to mm-hmm. come from the bottom, from the right. states. state, state by state. And so, another question would then be, you know, if this was to get some traction and get past, get moving, you know, it, it would come definitely at the right time because it would give the people of Arizona, in particular, a chance to diversify their holdings of you know currency and actually get back to some legal tender in reference to gold and silver and redeem mm. some of those fiat notes but i'm thinking like at this current moment we still price everything in usd terms and so once again it's the idea of swiping that card for uh, you know coffee and you know deducting yeah. you know 0.01% no, of gold percent yeah, but- of silver it's easy
1: it's easy though because if you use glint and i i have a glint card and for those who would be interested uh go to the description of my video below uh and uh you, you could uh, open a glint account what happens it, it shows you how many grams of gold you have and it tells you how many pounds or dollars that is so there's no problem mm-hmm. it does it automatically and i think yeah. eventually people will just get used to uh uh the 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 value of other things in in terms of grams of gold or or silver you know people get easy get used to things very quickly uh different you know it will be a bit difficult for some people i guess because the us dollar has been used for so long
0: yeah now so 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 the the ease of use aspect you know, it, it's, it's quite simple because it's all on the back end done by their software. So that, that's cool because I, you know, years and years ago when I was with gold money, I had a car from Europe and when I went to Cuba, I was able to swipe and use that card there and they deducted all the deductions and it came in handy because I couldn't use it as an American. My bank account wouldn't let me do it. So it came in handy. But my the, the, the point is, do you really want to spend gold and silver given the fact that we're nowhere near where it yeah. could end up. So it's like dipping into yeah. your insurance policy prematurely, you know. So, yeah. so which is they, like-
1: they, they do talk about that in that article that they expect something eventually called the reverse Gresham's law, because mm-hmm. people will see that uh, if they keep their gold and silver, you know, uh, compared to the fiat dollar, uh, it will be much, you know, a much better proposition, especially if they take away all the taxation and the legal tender laws from the state of Arizona. Uh, that That's the argument. But I know what you're talking about. Um, but uh, I think it's a good step, though.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be a good option to have. Just because mm-hmm. instead of yeah. spending, like you know, by letting it sit and increase in USD terms, you'll be somewhat gaining reap. you'll be gaining some purchasing power
1: that is mm. basically
0: being transferred to uh, you as the monetary base expands. So
1: and if enough know. states go go to this kind of system, it will basically kill the Federal Reserve because you know, gold and silver are much better than than paper, and uh Yeah. uh, So that could be another way to uh, abolish the
0: central bank. But of course, it's early days. I think we got super chat. uh, So yeah, I won't bring that up. So Chris, uh, let me bring this up here. So another question I have for everybody out there, based upon just what discussion we're having in reference to, would you use use a new technology linked to gold and silver in today's environment? I'm curious to see in the chat, yes or no, uh, if people would be willing to use it or if they do already. So just to get an idea as to what the public thinks as of now, but Chris says, "Is it possible that the Fed will not be able to cut rates if CPI remains high? Will that crash the markets if they don't?" Thanks.
1: Great I question. think it, I think it is possible that they might not be able to cut it, it, and it could crash the markets. But I think they'll do everything to keep the markets elevated mm-hmm. uh, through. Through, uh, I don't know, they, they could come up with new programs. They always do. And new for new programs, read more money printing. So they, they would do something uh, to keep liquidity going uh, and maybe not really cut
0: rates. But yeah, I think it's possible, Chris. Yeah, definitely. I can see them doing some type of monetary maneuvering <laughs> with some type of creation of some product or something or service that allow um, things to the can to be further kicked down the line so that's definitely in their cards for sure um and then here's an interesting uh the little tweet you sent me back to the subject about gold <laughs> and so it's just you know I, it's, it's this person said i sleep better with my wealth insurance gold and you know that that is a, a, a not a say comp is it is it a more of a comforting feeling to know that you're awake and aware, and you've take some, taken some precautionary measures to preserve yeah. your time, energy, and capital in the form of real, <laughs> real yeah, the money. Other,
1: the other thing I, I I think about is like, uh, you know, with cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, it's like mm-hmm. it's just a, a concept. It's if something goes wrong, you know, you can't hold, uh, you know, your 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 Bitcoin or your Litecoin or whatever. You know, you can right, hold right. your paper and yes they uh, you know the their prices have gone up a lot and, and i think that that's fooling a lot of people into jumping into the the wrong game but uh i know there'll be a lot of <laughs> haters out there but that's the yeah. way i feel and you can have your opinion i'm going to stick i'm going to be uh how do they call uh i forgot the word now but uh, <laughs>
0: it'll, it'll come to you it's a uh, so, uh, uh, luddite
1: luddite, luddite love that someone who's uh stuck in the past <laughs> okay
0: so yeah so I, I fall on both sides of this camp here you know i i speculate and then i also realize the importance of having you know some sound that you can feel and you know in comparison to that you know being able to touch something in your hand that is a very comforting feeling and it is nerve-wracking on the digital side when you transacting with keys because if you off one number
1: <laughs> yeah and then, uh, well, I, you know, I uh, post a lot of, I post my videos on, uh, I don't know if you remember, Steam it and uh-huh, Hive. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I've been posting there for years, you know, and uh, I earn those uh, altcoins. And after some months, I, you know, I accumulate some uh, of the altcoins because when people watch it, I get, you know, paid. And mm-hmm. I, I sent some Steam and Hive uh, a f- couple of months ago to the exchange. And I didn't realize the uh, exchange had uh, blocked uh, deposits for those coins. So mm-hmm. my my coins were in the middle. Of, I don't didn't know where they were for yeah. for months, and uh, eventually they uh, showed up. But you know,
0: so it, that that, there's, that a lot of, there's a lot of pitfalls. That time delay on the block transaction process. And I mean, that is, that's different. It so even a,
1: It wasn't even a time delay. It's just that the exchange, uh, for some reason, blocked hive and steam for mm-hmm. a month or two. So, and I didn't know that when I transferred the coins that I, I should have looked, but, uh, so I thought I'd lost those coins, but eventually they, uh, re- uh, reopened the, uh, deposits and it was there. So like you said, it's, uh, it's not, you know it's quite it's not as convenient as just you know having that in
0: your hand right not like that not like that and so speaking of which uh as far as reallocating or reshuffling the deck uh we have a, a lot of billionaires now deciding <laughs> to uh, unwind some things and and get out of something and into something else and so amazon uh bezos just dumping shares uh as of lately and so I'm sure he has a strategy and a purpose behind that. You know, Elon got denied a major payout not long ago, and Mark Zuckerberg sold off a little bit, took some chips off the table. So um, definitely they are, are aware of yeah. things. And then we got Drunken Miller, who's also deciding to uh, get out of the old and into the new uh, by uh, well, no, get out Alabama of the, no, and get Amazon out. and getting into bear gold and newmont. So he's getting no, sorry, Mike. He's getting out of the new and going into the old. Good point. Way to clarify that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, he's anticipating something to happen in the metal space by getting a hold of the miners. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I uh,
1: recently bought a bit of uh, Newmont before he announced this a couple of days ago. Not mm. because I'm clever or anything. It's just that Newmont is so low with gold near an all-time high. And the dividend there is uh, around 5%. So I I think uh, I'm not giving people advice, but if you want to have an exposure to gold and still have a a pretty good income, I I would say uh, Newmont is uh, a good bet uh, at uh, almost 5% dividend yield.
0: Yeah, so let me, since you're talking, I just typed in top gold miners and dividends and see what's uh, recommended. This is the first post that popped up here and uh we got a nice little list and no here's newmont yeah four there go four four point eight
1: four percent Newmont.
0: so yeah we got a nice little list of uh companies that pay you to own them so uh, just something to consider for those who are interested um what else we got here let's get into some more topics here and then we'll get ready to open up the q a portion um okay I, i'm curious uh your thoughts. So there's a lot of videos circulating now of uh Eli, not Elon Musk, but Tucker Carlson during his trip to Russia. He went to McDonald's, bought a happy Russia. meal, some fries, and stuff it's like that. It's not
1: called McDonald's anymore, is it? It's
0: it's taste, taste that is tasty or something like that. Tasty so, already, isn't it? Tasty already. Yeah, let me so uh let me so it looks like McDonald's, the brand sold um their franchises to a
1: Yeah, billionaire
0: over there. Yeah, and and it's interesting that that uh,
1: they—it's interesting that they sold it, Mike. They, you know, the Russians had to buy it. They didn't confiscate McDonald's. Just wanted Mm -hmm. to put that out there, like you know, who we've taken their uh, assets. They, they buy it from you know from the West, and I I think he had uh, two uh, cheeseburgers, uh, Mm. a, a large cola. And a uh, chocolate cake, and it was seven dollars. I don't know if that's how expensive that would be in
0: the U.S. I mean, to me, that sounded cheap because I don't go to McDonald's, but the equivalent style fast food chains, like oh, we got like Culver's and a couple other places I go to, and literally yesterday I purchased um what was it? It was a combo meal of some kind with a extra extra you know spicy chicken sandwich. It came to twenty one dollars. Whoa. So a combo <laughs> meal with the extra sandwich, $21. It was yeah. good, but $21. Like so for individual person, you spend a $20 at a minimum. And yeah. you know, so yeah. So could, Tucker got away, Tucky Tucker, Tucker yeah. got away with a and, uh, meal. He,
1: he went to a supermarket as well. Yeah. And yeah. uh he went around and just threw things in the in the trolley cart. or a cart. You call it cart. We call it trolleys. And, and he, he said that if you know, with his producers, they said uh, they guessed that in the states the whole thing would have been four hundred dollars. And he got he got went through the till, and uh, when he went to pay, it was a hundred and four dollars. So there's a senator. If you want to talk about it, he he yeah. said uh, he, that Tucker's a useful idiot.
0: Um, yeah, let me find go. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy here, man, North Carolina. Uh, What's his name? Uh Senator uh, Tom Tillis, who voted to give more money to Ukraine, calls Tucker Carlson an idiot. And so, yeah. once again, like okay, he's revealing another side of Russia that the mainstream media and the propagandists would never want us to know. And mm. so, what what one of the key takeaways from Tucker Carlson's experience in Russia, based on what was presented to us, is that you know their economy is nowhere near as bad as the West wants us to believe.
1: And, <laughs> and if so, anything, uh, it's
0: actually uh, you know sometimes even better than over here correct correct and i saw another person mention, like okay that's just in moscow you know there's other major cities and then this person who had a previous background in russia he was saying he can attest to the other states as well being a similar nature cleaner cities yeah and people caring more about their culture and keeping things you know, nice and clean in their subways and things like that. I'm like,
1: Mike, I think we should stop here. We're going to be called Russian uh, <laughs>
0: apologists. <cute and> apologists. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nothing wrong with it. Uh, just a different opinion, unbiased and just sharing our two cents. And speaking of which, then we get into some Q and A in a minute, but you know, there's a term circulating on Twitter or X it's called, cultural and richer. And so when you type that in, you get a viewpoint of people with their cameras recording events that's taking place in Europe, primarily of the mass migration of a variety of cultures, lifestyle, beliefs, religions, whatever, invading Europe. And it's not pretty at all, man. Like to see what's happening in the UK and France and Spain of people who are not from there coming into those territories and just completely just Destroying way of life for everyday citizens born in that land. And it's sad to see, yeah, but I'm, uh, what's happening here? Go ahead.
1: I'm not against uh, immigration. I mean, when I came to to England in 1992, I was living in Switzerland. Uh, I was working there, and I was offered a job here, and and I liked uh, England because it was more, the culture was more like in the U.S. You know, and, you know, the the it was you know. I, I think England is more like the U S then it's like Europe. And, uh, you know, I thought, and I came here and even when I lived in Switzerland too, uh, you know, there's the old saying, when in Rome, you know, <laughs> you, you go to a country because you like that culture and you want to uh, adopt, you know, adopt that culture and be like, uh, that culture. But a, a lot of the people coming here, they know n- nothing about our culture. A, a lot of times they don't like us and, uh, they, they want to change it. And that's the problem I have with that. You know, back in the day, Ellis Island, you know, people came from Europe because they wanted uh, to embrace the American uh, culture, you know, and they didn't want to change America into, you know, how it was in the old uh, country. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So one thing I'm noticing that's disturbing is how, like, in reference to Islam and how there's, 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 there's praying anywhere, anywhere they want, in the streets, in the middle of the street, in the roads, and stuff like that. And the government allows it.
1: Yeah. And, and here in the UK, the sorry, sorry to interrupt you. And here in the UK, if Christians do that, if they start praying in the middle of the road, they're arrested. Right. So. Right.
0: right. <laughs> so the biasness there lets us know where we're heading. But then again, like we can see what time it is. So... Anyway, but uh, we have more thoughts to share. But let's get into some Q&A, man, uh, because we can go deep into that one. And uh, yeah, so feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. And uh, let's get some back and forth. And if you guys want (laughs)
1: low blood pressure has uh, said, Mario, admit uh, you moved because you hated the metric system. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, low blood pressure in Brazil, where I grew up, we had the metric system. Uh, In the U.S., you've got, you know, the imperial system. And and I'm actually, my dad always taught me to convert uh, to know both systems. So I'm comfortable with uh, either system. Uh, Here in in England, it's really confusing and complicated. Uh, When when you drive uh, your car, it's all in miles per hour, Uh, you know, the speed but a lot of things are in meters as well. You know, uh, the weight uh, is not in pounds. It's in stones. One mm-hmm. stone is 14 pounds. So, it, it, and then builders, you know, they use millimeters. It's all confusing. So y- we have to convert a lot of things, yeah. which I don't mind.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely gives you some, some some good mental exercise <laughs> yeah. to figure out about. Um, yeah. So, Feel free, as always, to throw in the chat any ideas, thoughts, suggestions, or whatever, or other other topics that we didn't touch on from this previous week, or things of importance you guys want to bring up, and uh, bring something to the table. Definitely. Uh, Let we'll me see. Anything stands out? Anything is? Uh, Let me see. Question uh, it says: Not much talk about CBDC. The ATM false flag. Um, not much talk about CBDCs. ATM at false moment, flag. At the moment. Oh, AT yeah. they are false. What do you mean, AT at the moment? Yeah. Um, there was a blackout, um, in a European country where mm-hmm. a, I saw a video footage of someone trying to go to the ATM and they were all out of commission, things of that nature. So, not sure if that was still ongoing, yeah. but it, it was a major country. Ugh. I can't think of what it was.
1: There's a um...
0: uh, honest question. Do you think? Music in the radio is just too loud nowadays. Do computers confuse and scare you? <laughs>
1: oh, music in the radio. Oh, well, I don't listen too much to music from the radio. Uh, I, lately, I've been listening to uh, classical music. I find it really, um, you know, soothing. So I, I've got on my phone like uh, Mozart and stuff. So when I go walk Rudy, I put it on. Yeah. Uh, my wife likes the loud music sometimes i have to tell her to (laughs) turn the volume uh, music definitely uh, affects people i think um, psychologically and emotionally so yeah Mm -hmm. i i think i i've never liked uh loud music and rock and roll that much i remember even when i was growing up in brazil when we're going to school uh my Mother would be driving us to school, and my sisters would put the radio on really loud. And I told them, can you turn it off, please? And they'd, they'd call me a, a geek. You know, why do you want the music? I never really
0: liked that. Um, and speaking of which, also, one thing I noticed is the frequency at which the music plays. There's a variety of frequencies, and here they they completely distorted the frequency, which harmonizes the body and stuff like that. So oh, I yeah. 432 I, I, hertz. 432
1: is, is, is good, isn't it? And correct. And I think
0: it. all classical music from back in the day is at that frequency. So there's something about it that has the mind and the soothing and all that other stuff with it. Then you cut to some rock and roll. is like 440. And it's like just destabilizing. And,
1: and if you add four plus three plus two, you get nine. And a lot of people think that nine is like a
0: very important number. Hmm. Yeah, there's something about numbers. I, I haven't dived too deep into that, but uh, Felix says, what is the average Russian income to compare cost relevancy to the Tucker discovery? Great point. And so what I did was I just put this on the screen here. This is a little, let me see. I'll zoom in. Just to give us some information from the internet, but it says according to sources, the average, A monthly salary in Russia varies depending on the industry. It says all industries in Russia amounted to 31,500 or 500 per month in January, 38,000, 31 to 38,000 roughly. This is back in December. So this is not much to base upon, but um, it looks like it might be lower overall compared to the Western hemisphere. Yeah, it it,
1: it is lower, uh, but what you have to look at, is something called purchasing power parity. parity. Yeah. So the the Russian uh, nominal uh wages will not be as higher for example as in the west but their taxes are will be a lot lower. They only mm-hmm. pay 13% tax across the board. And uh you know that yeah that's partly why that shopping was a lot cheaper uh $104 but it goes to show that Why couldn't all that stuff that was bought there in in Russia also be $104 in the U.S. or here in England? And I I think the reason is that there's a lot of red tape regulations, Mm -hmm. taxes like VAT, sales tax, that add on to that $104.
0: So I I get your point there, though. And then another thing about uh, the overall quality of food in Russia. Like since Putin banned GMOs, apparently within the territory there, the food might be healthier and overall better for you. So not only is it a little bit cheaper for the Russians, but also it's it's not designed to literally, you know, kill you. So I
1: think uh, GMO is like, uh, I think uh, you can be uh, getting
0: to big trouble in Russia if you try to plant GMO. Right. Right. And and so here's just more. I typed in GMO in Russia and he's talking about that whole McDonald's situation, how since GMO food is banned, potentially the food is being served at those restaurants are better Mm. quality.
1: Yeah, I've seen uh, like, for example, I watched this uh, golf YouTube channel, these young guys called uh, Good Good, the channel, mm -hmm. and uh, they've traveled several times to the UK in the last few years to play golf. Uh, it's a huge channel and, and they, they say they go to McDonald's here and say, wow, the food here, the McDonald's here is so much better. You know, they, food they here, yeah, they yes. In the UK, the McDonald's yeah. in the UK, they said it tastes so much better than the American McDonald's because it's all, you know, it's not as tinkered with
0: right, as in the U S and right. we, I don't think, uh, yeah, that, that's why. Yeah, the, the, the FDA, the Food Drug Administration, like they're just like the CDC. They're like they're, I don't know, like, I don't know if they even officially govern entities, other than just being uh, entities disguised as something for the people that all the nonprofits funnel and the companies funnel money through and, and <laughs> to get yeah. things passed. So yeah,
1: I, I saw a little clip as well the other day that uh, most U.S. restaurants are only uh, you know all their um, food is sourced by one big company or very few big companies so right. yeah i think that's what the fda and all the regulation does and it happens elsewhere too it, it helps the big corporations and the big corporations don't care about quality uh they care about uh uh you know mass and and things being cheap they don't right. care if it's good for you They they just care about the you know making as much profit as they can And I think that's why there's a lot of health problem in the U S and even in the UK, to
0: some extent obesity obesity in America is one of the leading causes of variety of illnesses. Mm. And everybody here, unfortunately, you know, they they eat more than they work out that's just unfortunate. But here's an interesting thought from Mm. crop dust It says Russia has facial recognition and digital money. It's the only wing of the W E F bird. (laughs) You, You could be right. You could be right. But you know, uh, I've seen a few
1: videos pop up in the last couple of weeks about uh, Westerners going to Russia, and a lot of them say that one of the reasons they're going there is because of family values. So there are other things, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Who knows? They could be, you know, the because uh, the, the uh, people in power always want to have a, a thesis and an, and theses, don't they? They always yeah. want to have. So they could be controlling Russia too. Yeah,
0: I don't doubt it. Like I mentioned, like they have everything that's happening. The rest of the world is happening there too, with the digital ID and all stuff like that. So it's, yeah, I mean, they all want to be interconnected. That's where this is all heading. Unfortunately, I saw another interesting question uh, from Viv. It says one of my bank accounts is offering a, a digital wallet connected to a debit card of checking account, a precursor to CBDC. I don't like it. Can, can, op, can opt out for now seven banks doing this. Interesting. Um, Okay. A digital wallet connected to a debit card. So I wonder how I wonder how they're spinning that. Um let me see. I, I did see wow. so why do you need a debit card if you have a digital wallet? Can't you just Right, because right here if it's used in the US, you can use a tap and pay. So yeah, you iPhone can just- and Samsung everybody got that now. Tap and pay. Yeah, so that would be yeah. the next interesting. I don't know. But then again, the question will be: How will they work it in slowly but surely, to where it'll be a seamless transition where people I, don't even know? I mean, know.
1: Uh, I wouldn't mind uh, if, let's say, the state of Arizona eventually got that, uh, you know, precious metals uh, back currency, uh, mm-hmm. and even if it was digital, it would be pr- protect people's privacy. You know, Correct. that's the whole thing. I don't mind digital, but when the government has access to the the system that's where i don't like it
0: yeah uh question it says uh how much gold and silver would allow you to retire a true millionaire after the reset
1: <laughs> well um, i mean i think people should think more in terms of their uh, what they think uh you know some people have different perceptions of how to be happy know Mm -hmm. they might not need as much money uh they might just need you know uh, a roof over their heads you know it depends where you live but i think uh yeah if you have some gold and silver now after the reset it will be in my opinion uh, a lot more valuable than it is now and you'll be able to be quite comfortable. I think how much it's up to each individual and how it's like, you know, how much should I save? You know, it depends on how much you earn and how you lead your life. And so,
0: uh,
1: I don't know how to be, does it matter if you're
0: a millionaire? That's the other thing. Right. And and especially in the world we're heading into, I'm, I'm under the impression that they're literally setting things up. You know, to where you either have or you don't have. And if that motto of you own nothing and be happy with it, it, lets me know that majority of people won't be in a financial status of being able to call themselves 1% millionaire or whatever. So they're literally setting it up to where it's going to be them and the rest of the world at the bottom to where hmm. I don't think even in terminology of being a millionaire yeah. would be uh, I, I,
1: I remember someone gave me, I, in
0: hindsight it was really bad advice. I was
1: doing an internship before I started my first job and the head of this firm said, "Oh, you should aim to be a millionaire by age thirty mm-hmm. but I think that's the wrong advice You should aim to do something that you know hopefully you enjoy and that you create value and and uh you know the rest will come if you become a millionaire, a billionaire, so be it and if you don't you you can still be be happy and and uh you know right, do well. things."
0: Right, you know, ultimately aim to do something that you enjoy doing that you can do until the time you depart. <laughs> yeah. So whether you're 30 or 75, you're still adding value and from that, mm. you know, the money yeah. will come. <laughs> uh what else here? Anything any other questions, low income focus with a little capital net, new Oh yeah, so- there's a
1: comment there about the Welsh farmers uh, uh being 20% confiscated. So yeah, they've had protests in Wales as well the farmers because the Welsh uh, government they want to basically it's not really confiscate but they're trying to tell the farmers what to do not to mm-hmm. farm on 20% of their land so the mm-hmm. analogy here would be you know if uh the government came to you and I and said oh you you won't be able to do 10 videos a month anymore you have to do just eight you know it's the government mm-hmm. telling you yeah. so yeah that's wrong there's going to be a farmers protest tomorrow in dover in the south coast here in the uk
0: so it's gonna spread yeah man so definitely keep us up on that um well we're approaching 50 plus minutes let's get ready to dial back um anything else anything we're looking forward to next week or so coming up that's worth mentioning what anything come to mind mario
1: well i guess maybe in the u.s i don't know how uh Oh, yeah. the, the House is going to be able, are they going to pass that uh, package oh. or you know, the $85 billion? I think that would be important. You know, they've kind of tried to scare people by saying that the Russians uh, have nuclear weapons in space now work and send oh. it there. Yeah. Uh, but if the, I think if this $85 billion goes through in the House and Biden, of course, will sign, sign, sign on to it, you could see the stock market go higher because it will be driven maybe by the uh you know the arms manufacturers so yeah. yeah
0: um yeah and also another thing is uh there's a potential strike flight attendants here there's 100 100,000 flight attendants three different unions are up for negotiations and if something does they go on the economy is
1: doing really well mike
0: uh, yeah why uh. <laughs> right, need to strike <laughs> <laughs> they want they want more pay better retirement benefits and better working conditions the same hmm. as all people who yeah. work for these publicly traded companies so and also somebody mentioned uh B- bitcoin doing this thing so you know fifty two thousand and climbing so that's going to be uh, and it's going to be getting a lot of attention from mainstream so yeah we'll see how long that lasts and where it goes but Um, to each his own. All right, my good people. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and weekend, and we'll be back at it next week, Lord willing. And uh, yeah.